Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you are, whenever you're listening to us. Welcome, and thank you for joining us here in the Concrete Rose Garden. I'm your big sister slash your favorite cousin, Anna Banana. I'm coming straight to you guys from the heart of the city of brotherly love here live in the Trench Baby Studios on a solo mission, but that's all right. Here in the Concrete Rose Garden, we're just a few roses on a mission to help black women develop social and emotional intelligence. Also having uh, real conversations about what we believe to be traits of intelligent, gracious, sophisticated, and conscious women. Always hoping to inspire you to be the best version of yourself. If you guys are enjoying the content that we bring to you, please join us here on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or either Anchor, become an audience member. And, you know, you're always more than welcome to share the content on your social media platforms so we can continue to spread the message and continue to grow more roses. So, without further ado, go ahead and introduce tonight's topic to you guys. Tonight's topic is, what is black excellence? How do we define it? What defines it? And who has the authority to define what it is to us? Before we dive right into it, as always, we want to open up the conversation with a quote. So tonight's quote comes from Chuck Noll. He says, champions are not champions because they do anything extraordinary, but because they do ordinary things better than anyone else. So recently there was a video called Black Excellence is a Scam. And it was by a young lady, a content creator, and I believe she's also an artist, by the name of Alicia Renice. Now, before we go forward, I just want to say that we're not here attacking her. Um, she opened up the conversation and she was interested in feedback. So we want to go ahead and give her some feedback or some dialogue to go along with her um, content. And Alicia had a interesting perspective or perception of black excellence, obviously just from the title. Um, but as she went more in depth, it became more interesting, um, in my opinion anyway, of the way that she broke down her theories and her beliefs or her opinion. Um, and, you know, I didn't even know that this definition of black excellence was circulating you know when I think of black excellence I think of you know to be young gifted and black Nina Simone Donnie Hathaway you know so I didn't she goes into talking about black excellence and she says how black excellence creates separation within our community and I don't entirely disagree with her um, when she says that, you know, there, it creates separations, but I don't agree when she says they are, are better than blacks or less than blacks. Um, I do feel like um, to be considered black excellence is a privilege, a privilege that everyone has an opportunity to be. Um, she distinctly speaks about uh, Rihanna. Um, and I believe that when she created this content that was around a time when Rihanna, Rihanna excuse me, um, became a billionaire. 
the thing that's troubling about that segment of her content for me um, is that before Rihanna was a billionaire, was she not considered black excellence? Um, only because she's a billionaire now she's black excellence. In my opinion, and I know my opinion may be the same as some, some of you guys' opinion, that she was definitely black excellence before she became a billionaire. Um, Rihanna has a plethora of things and projects that she's worked on um, as a humanitarian around the globe to help people and to impact the world. So it almost makes it seem as if we define black excellence by a dollar amount, which, you know, some people may. But for me, and I'm sure some, to a few other people that understand that black excellence is very simple, um, more simple than numbers. It's just someone that is black who portrays great qualities and abilities to take to make, you know, their people proud. Or even a, a person with high capabilities who is black and shows great character and along with their capabilities to make the black society proud and pleased. Or um, someone who has great leadership and the potential to excite other people to achieve what would probably be considered extraordinary things. And um, I just feel like that black excellence is around us every day. Um, you know, with social media, everything is so hyperbolized and most of the time it's faked or overdone to the point that we lose grasp or any concept on the reality of what it is. You know, um, black ex excellence can be, you know, just seeing a family, a mother, a father, their children, them going day to day, every morning, going off to work, getting the kids ready for school stuff like that. To me, that's black excellence. Black excellence is family. Black excellence is community. So to say that a dollar amount equates to black excellence only is, in my opinion, very invalid. Um, there's black excellence. I'm sure you guys grew up around black excellence or around you. Um, and she also speaks about uh, education. Now, to be uneducated would obviously be not considered black excellence, you know, and not to say, because I believe that she says that she felt like she was pushed in it, or even some people said they were pushed into, you know, feeling like to be excellent, they had to be educated by going into universities or colleges and, and doing that, they accumulated debt, which in turn depletes the value of the black excellencies that they were striving for, which is a valid point. However, you don't have to be universally trained or college trained. You don't have to spend thousands of dollars to become educated. Now, I know you, some people will say, oh, this is way back we're talking about now. Now, Martin Luther King went to Morehouse. Coretta Scott went to Spelman. Those are historically black universities. So they were universally educated and trained people. Malcolm X went to no one's university, the University of the State Penitentiary, 
but he was still educated. So it's not necessarily to, you know, go into these things. These are choices that we are making by enrolling to these universities to acquire knowledge. So the anxiety of classism or separation in our community, I would say was seen self-inflicted by the individual or the individual's immediate community. Alicia goes on to talk about how we define black excellence and equates it to the same as the slave trade and the auction block and the plantation. Now, in this video, she there is a that there is a divide, obviously, but she says lesser and better blacks. And that's the part that's problematic for me because yeah, this division does stem from the plantation and the Willie Lynch letters and how to divide and conquer. So the term black excellence comes from the 1970s. It came from the civil rights area where the term or the phrase black power also became, you know, a popular saying within our community. Now the term black excellence was used to describe the achievements of African-Americans or at that time we were called Afro-Americans, I believe. So it was used to describe the achievements of Afro-Americans and the ones who stood out, stepped out, who were leaders, who stood out from the pack. That doesn't make anyone else in the community less or better than. I don't believe that everyone can be a leader because if it's, it only can be one chief within the tribe. Everyone cannot be a leader in the pack. And that's perfectly fine. And if you don't exemplify those qualities of leadership, then I feel like you should be okay with that also. And if you're not okay with that also, then you should try to probably figure out how you can develop those qualities because it's not that you are not able to develop those kind of qualities, but you have not developed them. So you can always develop them at any point. And she spoke on Rihanna a few times as the, as if she was the ultimate black excellence, but there are lawyers who are, but I, I consider black excellence. There are doctors who are considered black excellence, teachers who are considered black excellence. I know a bunch of African-American men and women educators who will be considered, in my opinion, definitely black excellence because they're cultivating the future for us. The man who picks up the trash, who's to say that he's not black excellence because he's not a billionaire. 
a part of being considered black excellence, I would even go as far to say as that you can create other opportunities for other people. And it doesn't have to be a major opportunity, but the teacher who educates our children, that is an opportunity created that would not be there if there were no teachers. The doctor who saves lives every day, the scientist who cures diseases every day, they are black excellence because they give an opportunity for life to go on potentially that would not be able to if they had not been black excellence. And I say all this, you say, what are you getting at? Say, all this, say, say, you're saying all of this to say what? What I'm saying is we define what black excellence is. We defined our own narrative and it's gotten to the point where social media, the internet, and anyone can come and influence you to believe things about yourself. And when I think about that, it, it raises a question for me. Is it possible that the rejection of black excellence is based off the incapability of self-acceptance? Is it possible that folks who don't accept black excellence or want to do away with celebrating the achievements of black people they're projecting from within the shame and lack of self-worth that they've internalized onto others. And I'm not saying that her specifically, but is it a possibility that the people who reject black excellence or see it in a negative way or see it as problematic to want to celebrate yourself or others like you and their achievements and accomplishments? Hmm, that's an interesting one. I'm gonna just let that sit there and marinate for a minute. Is it possible that the rejection of black excellence is based off the incapability of self-acceptance, which in turn becomes a projection from those who have internalized worthlessness within themselves even shame or guilt because they were not able to achieve the things that they set out to do very interesting i know that's probably a touchy question but that's all right we're in the rose garden there's roses and there's thorns um alicia also talks about that this idea of black excellence causes exclusion and you know what that's all right everybody can't be in the club because we have to be honest with ourselves everyone is not excellent every everyone is not someone who you want to be associated with there are some piss poor and moral bankrupt black people within our community everyone is not an upstanding stand up, stand out person, honest and have more a moral compass. There are those who do not. So 
when she poses the question, can everyone be black excellence? Yes. Is everyone black excellence? Absolutely not. Another question that was raised in the video that I would like to respond to was, well, it wasn't a question and posed a question to, to me when I was watching it. The term black excellence comes from the civil rights era. During the civil rights era, era we were, well, I wasn't, I wasn't there, but black people were fighting to be seen as equal, fighting to be seen just as good as. And now, so that was 1970s. And now in 2022, we should do away with fighting to be seen as good enough or good as. Has that struggle changed for our people? Are people we're equal to our Caucasian and white counterparts? Not that I've seen. Because just recently, over the summer, we had riots throughout the whole country because we're not treated fairly and equally or the same as our white counterparts. We had people taken to the streets, people taken to the internet, attempting to destroy the entire system. More importantly, tear down their own communities just to be seen as the same, as good enough to be treated fairly. So if we do away with the theory or the idea of black excellence, what do we have? How do we celebrate our achievements? How do we acknowledge the best in us and all of us? That's the question that I would ask Alicia. And I would be more than interested for her to answer that because that's a real life question. Okay, we can go with it. Because you don't want to feel like anyone is more superior than you are, or you don't want anyone to feel that they are more superior than you are. Should I say, if that's the case, what do you call someone who just performs in a certain topic area, what have you better? When I was growing up in, as a kid, my mom and dad, I had, there were some things that my dad were more, was more superior than my mother. Had, and there were more things that my mother was superior. When it came down to homework with me and my brother's sisters, uh, how you spell a word, mom, go ask your dad. Dad, can you help me with this math problem? Go ask your mom. Because she just was better at mathematics and he was more of a literary genius. So 
does that come did that cause conflict in my home no did it cause division no they were equal parts they got the job done we got our homework done we got educated got have education and have documentation to prove that so why in the larger community because that's our innate community our our home but why in the larger community does they have to cause division and I don't believe it's because we are celebrating the the best parts of other people or the best parts in pe- folks I can't agree that it will stimulate back to the plantation and the Willie Lynch letters and how to enslave a person for hundreds and hundreds of years it has worked once again because we can't even say you're outstanding you're amazing you did a great job without someone else feeling inferior when you have not in some cases attempted to do what these this other person has set out and accomplished I don't believe there's anything wrong with celebrating. And if there is no one else can who can do it better, then that does make you exceptional. That does make you the best. Makes you the best at it. It's plain and simple. There's no other way around it. There's no other English word that we can use. For the greatest and the best, but exceptional and excellence. It gives me, everybody gets a trophy vibe. And I know I'm going to get some pushback about that, but everybody does not get a trophy. We, in our culture, we got into a place where, you know, everybody, everybody, all, yeah, everybody, no, everybody didn't put the same, everybody didn't, doesn't get the same. And then, that also goes into what she starts to talk about in uh, the beginning of the video, I believe, was how, you know, this is all the rat race and the trick uh, and the traps of capitalism in Western society. Now, I believe this young lady is from the Baltimore, D.C. area. She mentions that's a part of America. We live in a capitalist society. And she also says, goes on to talk about how she doesn't believe that, um, she agrees with some other folks who say that there shouldn't be any billionaires. I don't agree with that. Um, that's a whole nother story that goes into Marxism and socialism and stuff like that. I'm not going to get into that topic tonight, but I don't believe that if you did not put effort, effort in or put work in that you should reap benefits. If I go out here, if if I was a a farmer and I went out to the field every day, plowed, planted seeds, uh, watered the seeds to make sure, you know, the seeds survived and to plants, they became crops. Now, it's time for harvest. I come back with this plentiful harvest. You deserve to partake in my harvest when you had the same opportunity, the same amount of time. 
that I invested, but you decided to chillax, or you decided that you were tired, or you decided that you needed more rest, or what have you, whatever the excuse or the case may be, that, you know, we should just all, I should just, we should all just get some of this. When we were, when everyone else was out here putting in work, everybody else worked hard for this, but you should reap the benefits. Why? Why are we so entitled? That's what that is. You feel like you're entitled to, for the reward. You, How are you entitled to the reward then when you didn't do the work? That's like when back in the day when we were in school and they used to put us in team and like a group projects or team projects. And there's always this one person over there slacking and everybody else trying to do the work or, you know, put their little part in. Now we get an A. You get up here, stand up here, present. Don't say two words and make any contribution. But now you got an A too. No. The folks who put in the work, did the research or put the project together, helped build the volcano, helped build the pyramid, whatever it was that you had to do for your class project, they were the ones who got the excellent on the page. Maybe your teachers write excellent and put a star. They are the ones who got the excellent. You just sit here and reap the benefits. And if that's what you want to do, that's perfectly fine. But you can't whine and cry and complain about it. When you haven't tried to develop the excellence or you try, haven't tried to cultivate the skill set at all. You can't say, you know, well, you can say I deserve rest because I deserve rest. I take my rest time. But you can't just say, you know, um, I'm going to work 10 hours this week. Y'all could work 40, but we should all have the same results at the end of the work week. That's just not how it works, as she says, in the Western society. It doesn't, in a capitalist society. No, it doesn't work. There are some, there are some who are better. There are some who are best. But does that, should that be a deterrent as for you to not develop? Because I believe that everyone has the potential to to develop black excellence especially if we are defining it for ourselves black excellence doesn't mean you have a million dollars today black excellence means that means multiple things to me but if I had to sum it all up black excellence would be The behavior of a highly capable person. That person is highly capable. It can be in any way. They can be highly capable in scrubbing floors. They can be highly capable in baking a cake. They can be highly ca- capable in blowing up some balloons. They can be highly capable of teaching uh, teaching mathematics. They can be highly capable of providing the best heart transplants in, in the country. That's what black excellence is for me. 
Black excellence is making an impact on your, one, your immediate community. And if you have the opportunity to, making an impact globally. Not everyone will have the opportunity to impact the globe. But everybody has the opportunity to impact your community. And if you are able to do that, then in my opinion, you are black excellence. And I can go on and on and on about this topic, but I won't. But I do want to say thank you, Miss Alicia Renice, for providing us with the content, getting your message out here, because you gave us an opportunity for us to be able to create our own narrative to define black excellence for ourselves. And with that being said, I'm going to leave with you with a final quote tonight. You guys get a double bu- bubble. Everyone has the fire, but champions know when to ignite the spark. Thanks for joining us, guys. Until next time. Peace. Have a good night. Good afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. And we'll see you back here at the Concrete Rose Garden.